0: and shows is filmed in front of a live Twitch audience. Hey everyone, this is uh. Hey everyone, this is Josiah, aka molly 67 and welcome to Frozen Shows. With me, as always, I got my buddy, I got my pal, I got my brother. My brother Austin. Austin, how you doing today?
1: I'm doing pretty good. How about you?
0: Hey, other than completely butchering the intro, I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> A little tired. I was up late uh, because I, I drove home from VTM. And on my way home, I decided to get an energy drink. And I stayed up till about 5 in the morning, maybe more, uh, just playing Chrono Cross the Radical Dreamer Edition and mm-hmm. sleeping. I, I and watching Bear do Hall mm-hmm. to uh, finish it up. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. and like it, it did that little thing where I was looking at uh, the clock, and I'm like, like four in the morning, I should go to bed, lay down in my bed, <laughs> proceed to look to TikToks or, uh, Bread it and everything, and the next thing I know, it's six in the morning. And I was like, Well, I did it to myself, so that's why I have coffee because dang, I'm tired.
1: I feel you,
0: I feel you, and I just last last night was good. Uh, VTM, (laughs) it was solid, it was fun entertain it was the first time in a while that my character was beneficial in a different way that I, it, He was beneficial in the way. I wanted him to be. Hmm. Uh, But yeah, Austin how about how about you? How was your uh, weekend? I don't know what you've done
1: um, just uh, my wife's cousins came down and we just hung out um, and Oh, pretty much. That was it. So I did and I've been Retired because you know they we stayed up late, and hung out, and had a fire, and pretty much just chilled. We really did too much, but you know that can kind of wear you out.
0: <laughs> mhm. Oh yeah. Especially whenever they're all like. Uh, okay, this was a little bit of judgment, um, which I apologize for. Are they like Sydney, or are they? <laughs> No. Or okay, they're not okay. I just assume if they're coming over to stay at your house, they're mm-hmm. like Sydney. And for anyone who doesn't know what I mean by like Sid- Sydney, oh, oops, forgot to switch over. Um, like <laughs> Sydney. Uh, Sydney is a huge Disney fan. She is a yeah. Disney travel agent and everything of that sort. And so she, you know, Disney fans attract Disney fans. There, yeah. there's just this magical power to the magical kingdom that does that uh so i just kind of assumed if they came over to stay and they like came out of their way to get there
1: oh well they didn't stay at our place they stayed at my father-in-law's house uh we just went over mm-hmm. there to like hang out and okay it, you know that you know we they stay up and they you know they drink a little bit and then we hang out by the fire and we listen to music and just talk that's mm-hmm. all we usually do and then uh yesterday, you know, that and the, and they all have kids. Like uh, the one guy's got two kids and the other one's got a uh, woman. Hmm. And the one kid, the older uh, child, Mason, he actually had a VR, he had an Oculus Quest two
0: Oculus day.
1: Two. He bought from someone. Well they bought someone for Christmas and they didn't know how factory reset it. So I did it for him because the person that they had on there was the old person that had it before mm-hmm. and it was logged into their Facebook and they must have unsynced it or unlinked it to their account. So it just wouldn't let them connect to anything. And so I had to re factory reset it. Cause you can't take profiles off or sign out because if you're an administrator. So I factory reset it, set up a new account and he was playing VR all weekend. Mm-hmm. Um so that was fun. We went to the beach and uh, played volleyball and then um last night me and uh everyone else actually fell asleep um and we were me and uh Mike, which is Sydney's cousin
0: Herman Trout he, yep <laughs>
1: we just stayed by the fire and listened to uh, a podcast that he was a fan of and then I showed him a podcast that I listen to on a daily basis. Um, and the two podcasts, if anyone wants to know. The first podcast is Star Wars Theory. Mm-hmm. And that he does a bunch of what-ifs episodes, um, which are phenomenal. If you haven't checked those out, you should check those out. Like, what if Darth, Darth Vader was addicted to Bacta, uh, which is the, the chemical that you, like, stay in to heal. And then, um, you know, there was another one was uh, what if... Uh, Darth Vader defeated Obi Wan, um, or yeah, yeah Obi Wan. Uh, if Anakin defeated Obi Wan, like you know, how would everything set oh, up? Oh, he he and was then, Darth
0: he was Darth Vader at that time.
1: Yeah, Darth, Darth Vader. But uh, the, <laughs> my favorite one that I listened to was uh, uh what if the Younglings killed Anakin? <laughs> which is which is pretty funny. It's about like uh, Ben Solo. And, you know, is at the Jedi Temple with Luke And they come to find out that there's this secret room where he can go back in the Force And change events And they go back because he wants to meet uh, He wants to meet Lord Vader And he's like, hey kids, you know, this is going to happen He's going to come in What, what we're going to do is we're going to do this And, uh, you know, uh, you know, they were just like They threw some sand in his eyes Or something in his eyes, I forget what it was And he fell to the ground but then the kids are like, "You were trying to kill us," and they just murder him. And like Ben Solo is like, "No, stop! What are you guys doing?" Um, okay, so I actually pretty funny.
0: I, I was on board until you started talking about some type of time traveling thing. I I just want like Anakin to walk in, and then yeah. just like Mr. Skywalker, where are they at? And then they turn on. Uh, he turns it on, oh. goes after the first kid, he blocks it with the lightsaber, then another one comes up from behind him and just slits his Achilles heel. Mm-hmm. And he goes down, he's like, what? And then they all just, like, go at him like a pinat and then it cuts to black. Wow. And, and it's then just like,
1: mm. There's, uh, what if Anakin bought death sticks? Bought the death sticks? Uh, in the Phantom Menace. Well, that, that wasn't Anakin. Or, no, not Anakin, it was, um,
0: it was Obi-Wan. It, yeah, it was Obi-Wan. It's always Obi-Wan. That's. Yeah. want to buy a death sticks. You don't want to buy a death sticks. I don't want to buy these death sticks. want to go <laughs> home and rethink your life. I want to go home and rethink my
1: life. Yeah, so it was. Uh, I watched that a very one a little too much as podcast. a kid. It's an interesting podcast. Uh, and he also talks about like certain things, like, you know, new shows are coming up and stuff like that. And then I showed him uh, Tales from. Uh, the magical tavern so uh he loved the first episode so he's actually wa- listening to the tales from it. the
0: magical tavern i think that's what it's called that sounds like a ripoff from the show i listen to
1: <laughs> uh let me see i actually have my Spanify
0: pulling pull up here the show i listen to is called hello from the magic tavern that's what it is hello from the magic i didn't know you r- listened yeah. to that austin I, that was my first podcast I ever listened to That Those are the people I went to Chicago to I, see
1: Well, you introduced me to it Like a long time ago So I've been, I've been oh. listening to it for a long time I had like, no clue I'm like, I'm halfway through their season 3
0: Okay, um, you're, you're still far behind
1: Yeah, so like um, I, I kind of forgot about it there for a long time And then I started listening to it again Because, you know, sometimes I juggle between podcasts and books Yep. So like I'll read like two books and I'm like, okay, I'm tired. I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to a podcast for a while. So like I, I do that a lot. But yeah, that's uh, pretty much what my
0: weekend was. Oh, yeah. So Heck yeah. Oh I yeah. I think that's I think that's good. I think that was a good weekend. Austin, there mm-hmm. is only one problem I have with that weekend. And that? Go to the Golden Corral and get their biscuits.
1: Oh, get their biscuits.
0: you you, you get it? Because yes, we talked about too. Better Call Saul 3. Yeah. Season Better 3. Season 3. And... Austin. Yeah, this is one of my favorite seasons. Uh, yeah. uh So much stuff happens here, so many, like... I think this is the season where a lot of people kind of zoned in onto Better Call Saul. Specifically, I believe, for the trial scene. Because there was a lot of shows that did like, um, kind of like a, I don't want to say like a synopsis, but like a, a review of it to mm-hmm. see like, oh, can this actually be done? Is this not actually done, and so on. Um, Austin, first off, this is like your second, maybe third time watching this season. What would you think, Eric? Soul season three.
1: Now, why this season is so good, and it is one of the crucial seasons of Better Call Saul, is because we start getting introduced to a lot more characters of Breaking Bad. And we got we, we start seeing a lot more character development. Um, we get to see kind of like, you know, some of that crazy stuff and those people that, uh, that are characters from Breaking Bad, they become really, You you get to see how their character gets developed into Breaking Bad, so uh, and and we get a lot of like betrayal, yeah, a lot of crazy moments this season. This season has some crazy moments, and uh, you know it's it's one of those uh, crucial ones. And I would I would have to say it is one of my favorites uh, so far that I know of. Um, I don't know because I haven't watched all of season six yet, so I you know I gotta wait for that to end, but. This is up in the running. Season three is up in the running for the best season so far. Uh, but I usually don't make my initial like thing until I've watched them all, everything until the new stuff comes out, of course. But yeah, this this one was my first. This is when I started really falling in love with the show. It was mm-hmm. so well done. A lot of callbacks from Breaking Bad, and you know Mike er- Erman Trout, and uh, we we get introduced to Gustavo Fring. Mm-hmm. You know, which is I,
0: amazing. I, to to be honest, four. Austin, and I gotta be honest here, that's probably one of the reasons why I like season three so much. Mm-hmm. It's freaking a dude. The guy who plays Gustavo, Gus, Gus. The guy who plays Gus. I don't know, man. He just has like this this energy to him. Um, I'll I'll equate it to one single scene, and it's the scene where he's talking to Mike and convincing Mike to join him right mm-hmm. and when mike's like will 20 percent be good enough to uh take care of this inconvenience he's like i'm not going to take money from family
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's your family's money and then he gets up and he holds his hand out in a very awkward way like it's like puffed i don't see people do this i see people like do that or like put out their hand he cuffs it and you can see it where it's almost like robotic like he is to the point and then they shake hands and then this like episode ends and my brain always goes like and thus it begins mm-hmm. this unaltered friendship
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah mike mike and uh gus's like whole relationship is so good even through the other seasons like they're th- it's phenomenal mm-hmm. um and even in breaking bad breaking bad made them you know this partnership and stuff um it also
0: explains in. how they're they're very like hands off to each other. Yeah. Like you don't see them doing things together, but they are they like connect with, because the whole like Salamancas know both of them individually. Yeah. So, yeah, because that was one of the things they they point out, and I was like, oh yeah, I kind of forgot that. Freaking both the Salamancas know both of them. So pretty good uh pretty good writing i i will say this uh my second time through i'm watching for more like tells for things that could happen in the future and for for anyone who doesn't know like i, I feel like i'm i up a good amount um i've seen up to season four so next uh next week season four um will be the last season i watched previously i haven't seen wait one What's the new yeah. season coming out? Six, or is it five? Six.
1: Okay, six. yeah, I'm right. Yeah. Six. Is, six is coming out right now. Yeah. Like Four, I, I haven't
0: anymore. seen. Five wasn't on Netflix. Whenever I watched Bear Call All, mm-hmm. so I'll be able to watch that new, and then six is coming out. And like anytime it's like a prequel series, your mind's trying to fill in the blinks about yeah. how certain things end up a certain way. And one of the things that I'm I was thinking about, specifically in this season, because this is the season where it became he became more of a he's going past the point of possible return, and that's Nacho. Oh yeah, because Nacho gets the medicine, poison, Hector. Uh, that's how the season end is with. Hector be like going into like his, his, his shock or whatever. And Gus is like keeping his a lot, keeping him alive and, and and is getting all that stuff and it kind of ends there. And it has that knowing glance toward like Gus to Nacho. Like he he knows something. He, he knows something's not right here. Mm -hmm. Um, and the brain goes to two things like Nacho's not in Better Calls uh, in Breaking Bad that I know of, at least. I, I don't remember him. And he so is, it's like, does, does Nacho die or does Nacho get vacuumed away? Mm-hmm. And my brain's like, maybe he gets vacuumed away. And that's how we get introduced to the vacuum guy, like, or at least Saul gets introduced to the vacuum guy or something like that. Um mm-hmm. It's been a while since I've seen season four. So I don't know. I don't, I, I only really remember the dynamic of the stuff that happens in season four. Not really individual scenes like I I do this season now. Um, mm-hmm. But like characters like that makes you think. And then like Chuck was like that too. And then we, the ending of this season leaves it kind of ambiguous, but it's kind of to the point where it's just like, oh dang you. He's, he's regressed to the point where he seems to not want to live or such that sort. And then also, I think I, I mentioned to you too, that it's like, and Kim, Kim Wessler Wexler, she isn't in the other season. So it's like, what's going to happen to her? Is she going to get involved with something and get moved? Is she going to leave Jimmy permanently? The These are half of the questions that make this season interesting and fun, or, or not the season, the series, interesting and fun. Is you know how these people are in the sequel in the sequel, or are in the actual series, and so finding out how they get there and who's around them beforehand, who's no longer with them. Yeah. Um, that that's the thing about sequels here. Uh, uh you know, we talk about Star Wars, and yeah. uh, that's kind of the whole thing about blown wars you know like the the prequel series you know you know anakin and obi-wan live everyone else in the series anakin and obi-wan r2 and c3 or who not they they live they make it through but everyone out. else around them that you want to know what happens and the reason why this prequel series isn't really favorited is mainly because of the acting and, and the script writing is kind of meh but yeah it's because whenever you have a story about characters who some are just instantly protected as a plot or because you already know what's going to happen to them, the story becomes about the other people. It focuses yeah. on the other people. And that's why I think this season and Saul does very well yeah. is even though Jimmy is in the front line, it's not about Jimmy. It's yeah. about Chuck. It's about Kim. It's about heck. Mm-hmm. Ha- um, heck. Ha- I want to say Hector, but that's not his name. This ain't Castlevania. Howard. It's about Howard. And then with Mike, it's about Nacho. And I guess you could lump in uh, Carl Robinson or whatever his name is in the show. Not really. Uh, And and then uh, also um, Salamanca. Hector Salamanca. It's kind of about how he became how he became. Yep. And... That's why I think Call Saul does so well. Is that they they focus on the characters we know, but the character progression of the characters are influenced directly by their like unknown counterparts that we don't know what happens to them. Yeah, I love that. I just <laughs> enjoy that so much. Whenever a series like that is done that way, it makes me appreciate um the the like stylization and everything of that sort you know
1: oh no i i totally agree with that that just it's very it's smooth it's very smooth they they want you to know exactly what person is going through what what this person's going through and how it ties back into how it affects that person It's a main character mm-hmm. um you know and chuck you know chuck this season was chuck at his finest we got some crazy stuff with chuck you know we find out that chuck tape recorded you know him with you know jimmy saying that he changed this you know the the address on Mesa Verde's um real
0: mm-hmm. project
1: that we were building yep you know he gets that and you know and then then you realize that um that
0: wasn't his plan and his that plan wasn't his plan that was just, just to lure jimmy in to commit a felony so you're getting yep. disbarred i yeah. that's the one thing okay dude
1: i i laugh so hard there's an there's a part uh with that whole storyline uh-huh. i laugh at is when mike pretends to be like the repairman uh, he's just walking around with it's <laughs> <just> like <laughs> like scaring him the whole time and when he comes to like go up the stairs and he comes to go in to check he's You just see that shot and that shot is perfectly it's just a funny shot because you know like he's about to come in and just hear because like you know (laughs) like mike is right there on the wall like next to him Mm -hmm. and they just don't see each other and then he hears that and he's like no no i'm going upstairs Mm -hmm. um you know it's it's hilarious it it makes me laugh and and that's the thing like there's subtle laughter in the show and we're also Seen a little bit more of Gene's character too in this season. Like we've noticed that Gene. Um, Wait, who's Gene? So, so Gene is um, Jimmy's um, future name in the in the vacuum cleaning service when he's working at oh. Cinnabon. His name's Gene, and he's a manager at Cinnabon.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, no, at- I I didn't know that was I. I yeah, okay. I I didn't. I just see yeah. that as, as Saul. Like, <laughs> like yeah. so that's like, Saul hiding. No, it's not Gene. You um, the heck is yeah, Gene? So
1: Saul, Saul is hiding. So we get to see the scene where, like, the kid, like, steals, like, the DVDs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the first thing that comes out of his mouth is, like, don't tell him anything. Call a lawyer. And we realize that it's something that Jimmy will always have in his veins. As long as he lives. He he, he is Saul Goodman.
0: I think, and, Yeah well you know what's interesting about that right because we we see him in the series in the first season having this high respect for the law and being a lawyer in each season that he keeps getting like slapped in the face by chuck or by howard or whoever it is his interest for the law wanes because he acknowledges like they'll do anything necessary to like take you down the law will become lawless to take you down and like that that whole scene whenever he yells out he's like don't say anything get a lawyer That that's a cool. very common thing actually like I, I was watching a video that was talking about this guy who just like straight up murdered someone and in the process of being interrogated he asked for a lawyer and the cops disregard him and continued interrogating him and he got convicted, but it ultimately got like overturned with like him only getting like life probation or something like that. Mm. All because the cops didn't listen to his rights. And, and one of the things that cops will do, like Mike even does it earlier uh, with uh, the Carl Robinson guy. He's like, they want you to come in they want you to talk to them so they can get you on something mm-hmm. throw you away and now like kids and everything they don't know that they just go there and they try to like talk their way out of a situation where well, the truth is is that by talking your way out of a situation you give them evidence that is more powerful than normal evidence in those moments mm-hmm. and I think it's because Saul sees and he's learning that people who know the law will abuse and break the law to acquire with yep. what they want, which is exactly yep. what Chuck did here. Chuck did something exactly that Jimmy did before he was Jimmy. But well, before he was James or, or whatever. Lawyer man, when he was slipping Jimmy, <laughs> where he would con people. Chuck con Jimmy. That's all this was. It was Chuck conning jimmy and jimmy got furious which rightfully so i remember i got furious watching this season because i'm like he down talks jimmy for being a manipulative piece of trash and he just did so too and i remember watching this and thinking to myself that tape cannot hold up in in like a court because of two big things mentioned in it when jimmy proclaims like you want me to say this i did this fine i did this you you definitely get the feeling and the emotion in the case that it's like he's saying whatever he can to get chuck off his back now the fact is is that we know it was true that jimmy did do all this stuff but how he phrases it completely makes it look like he's under duress and he's willing to say anything to get out which is exactly yeah. what that guy who killed the person did to the cop like he ultimately went on to confess to the crime but because he didn't get his lawyer they were they were able to fight and say that he was under arrest because they wouldn't give him his lawyer that's why he admitted to the crime and that's why yeah. half of the two got thrown it's a legal system and it has a lot of those implications to protect people who are in those situations but then there's also ways that people who are not actually intended for that and abuse it to take advantage of it and that's what Jimmy does because he's freaking the the good side the good guys will use it to take advantage of it and so he's, yeah. he's just the bad side of it and it's it's interesting I just it's I don't know man yeah I like It's good. Like, uh, this season I liked a lot. And that's Mm -hmm. just on the Jimmy side. I think I I mentioned before last season or whatever, I was more interested in the Mike Ehrmantrout side than the Saul Goodman side uh, last season. Equal. Equal now. I I care about them both. They're, They're functioning the same way because we're seeing Saul coming out. Actually, I believe this is the first time that Saul has officially made his debut in the uh, commercial, where he calls yeah, himself Saul Goodman.
1: Goodman Productions. Yep,
0: and I just I, I love it. You're you're seeing like this slip into Saul, and I appreciate that a lot. Austin, awesome. sorry, I've been ranting a lot because I just like <laughs> it's a good
1: season. Like, and yeah. and you have every right to say that. Like, that is a, a phenomenal season. You know. Um, I love how, you know, I love some of the, you know, like some of the detail that I love in the show, uh, from, you know, there's that scene where we see Hector Salamanca go to the cartels Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, he gives them rubber bands of cash Yeah, and, you know, Gus man shows up and gives him like the saran wrapped. Folded, you know, just like placed bills, perfectly counted Easier.
0: money and everything. Yeah. yeah,
1: and you know, it gives him like a t shirt. And he's like, <laughs> The two commands, like, better than you, Hector, and like, this is how it is. And uh, Hector actually goes by the pool. And you know, we we already know, I'm pretty sure, I don't know, uh, I think that was in Breaking Bad, if I'm correct. um like gus's whole con- confrontation with I, uh,
0: so i i don't even want to confirm it because i yeah. i know what you're talking about i don't yeah. know if it happened in breaking bad or if it happened in bear call Is my brain yeah. has blended them together perfectly because yeah. i could see it being when when that scene of them at the cartel came up i actually thought that was the flashback to that scene i thought that's mm. what it was it wasn't. It was it was honestly probably just as good of a scene, if not better. Oh yeah. Well no, okay, no. It was a good scene. I don't think it was better because that scene was super intense and stressful to watch.
1: Okay, so actually it is in it is in Breaking Bad. Okay,
0: cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. When Gus's yeah. uh partner gets killed, which we assume is a significant other. I'm not sure if they specifically said so.
1: So, yeah, because, uh, you know, we, we get a lot of hints, but they don't confirm it yet. Like, you know, like, uh, calls them butt friends, uh, Mm -hmm. like in that episode. And, um, what was it? Um,
0: I feel like that's something that someone who is, you know, homophobic would say to someone to try to rile them. So,
1: yeah, well, he said that, he said that during the episode of this season. All oh, and okay. money. he gives okay. him he's like he's like what do you think of the t-shirt hector and hector's like looks like a bunch of butt buddies or butt friends oh and he's okay like, they're just jealous of the chicken man like the chicken man you know and um you know about that. Okay. you know it's it's crazy that um you know we we got to see that scene and one of my favorite scenes of the season two is uh mike taking down the truck yeah, uh, with with the shoes on the line and it's full of cocaine
0: that's um, so I want to talk about that real quick. yeah I'll let you continue with it I just want to point out that this show and even Breaking Bad did it too where you know something's going to happen but they handle it a different way than you thought yeah because in that scene it looked like Mike was going to shoot those people mm-hmm. he doesn't and then when they drive off, he hits the cocaine in the shoe, or for all that stuff to go off. You, they play up as if he's going to kill the people. Yeah, and he doesn't. Yep. Uh, he and just he has a more order
1: patrol to shut down the ice cream parlor because of the drugs that are being put in.
0: Exactly. You know.
1: So and I like to bring up one other thing, like uh, okay. a really cool part, uh, really cool part of this season, and that is. Um, wow it's total blank there i'm blanking out right now oh man oh okay so i wanted to bring up how it introduced one of my favorite characters of all time in breaking bad and we didn't talk about him yet but it's Huel. huell yeah yeah so my, my boy Huel is actually a real comedian uh we talked mm-hmm. about this he was on last man last comedic standing mm-hmm. and you know i I, lo- I die every time who was on screen he is a uh, hilarious with his like physical humor uh he's hilarious like when he lays down in that bed of cash in breaking bad and he looks over at bill murray and he's like do <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you,
0: know you want
1: uh yeah and then um you know there's that other scene where like at the end of breaking bad where like jesse they like pretend like jesse's dead by like pitching doing that Plenty photo his and brain. yeah and he's like oh man no i didn't mean that to happen <laughs> It's like freaking out. He's like, you need to tell us where he's at. He's like, oh man, it's a lot. It's like it's right here. Like you know? mm-hmm. and um, yeah, so we got to introduce Huel and we're getting to see like the cool stuff of Huel. Like he he hides that battery on Chuck.
0: Yeah. And you see Chuck, why Saul gets him, like confirms him as like one of yeah. his people. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, and, and it leads into Howard Hamblin. Betraying Chuck,
0: you know. I, w- I wouldn't say he's betraying. He's doing what's right for Howard Hamlin. Yeah, like, and the thing regardless is, regardless if Chuck was right or wrong of what Jimmy did, it was settled in court that Chuck was in the wrong, and it was improper. Yep. And Howard and Hamlin has to do what they have to do to bring back their clients from that mess. That, yeah. That this is a situation, and I, I will hold to this: that Chuck is self-centered and a jerk. Yeah, no. Or this that there's like a level to him, which is interesting because, like, awesome. Me and you are brothers. Mm-hmm. We've we've dealt with our share fare of of crap in our life. Yeah. One other thing that's always consistent is whenever something bad gets done to you, you kind of want to return it or get revenge in some way yeah but there's always like a line normally between us because we're siblings like I'm mad that you did this or want this but I'm not going to stop you from obtaining it Chuck doesn't do that Chuck is so jealous of Jimmy that he he doesn't want Jimmy to have any happiness that affects or, or not affects, um, that matches Chuck's level.
1: Well, the other thing is, is something that was said by Chuck and Jimmy in like the later of the season was, you know, Jimmy felt so bad after the whole thing, uh, at court that he goes and like sees Chuck mm-hmm. and he says to Chuck, he's like, Chuck, I'm going to be real with you you know, I kind of didn't like you, you know, from time to time. And Chuck puts his hands on Jimmy and says, well, frankly, I never really liked you at all. And walks away. And I said, that's, that stings. Like you can see it on like Jimmy's face. Of like, really? Like I put so much time and effort into this guy because I'm his brother and I love him. And he's, he's got the audacity to say that, you know?
0: and and that's the thing right we know that chuck is jealous of jimmy and i i know like it's i i said this before that i'm like chuck uh jimmy is the bard of the group of D, chuck is more of the wizard of the group what gets more attention the bard for doing his weird antics, for getting things done in an unorthodox manner, than the wizard who goes in there and just fireballs. Yeah. And Chuck can't live with that. And instead of, you know, like trying to be a different person or supporting the bard at what it does, he's jealous and he just wants the bard to be gone. And it's so frustrating and upsetting. Man, I just like that. That's something that I'm like, I, I understand, but Jimmy shouldn't have been putting so much respect and time into Chuck. Well, I
1: think I can't, you know, and and here's the thing. I'm going to tell you this is I've had a relationship like this where Mm -hmm. I just, you know, it was toxic. It was really toxic. And, you know, I did stuff for this person and this person was mean to me, you know, and I, I dealt with it for a long time. And I got to a point where Jimmy finally got to a point and he said something that was unforgivable. And, you know, I just can't, Hey, Hey, how's it going?
0: Yeah, Your
1: <laughs> wife sneak attacked you a, a sneak on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no. So, um, and that that the thing is is like once that happens it, Jimmy's done Jimmy done mm-hmm. Jimmy's done with Chuck like he's over now but you know well I, I you know we'll see because you know how the ending works and I know what happens but we'll, we'll see but um, you know this season does really well with how heartbreak works and how things you want so badly to be friends with this person or to love this person, but this person doesn't really care for you. And it's, you know, Jimmy's starting to see it now, finally. Um, The other thing I want to talk about is one thing that Jimmy did that was very cruel this season.
0: Oh yeah, I wanted to bring this up too. I think it was very cruel. It it hurt my heart, man.
1: Yeah, it did. And that was the old people. hmm sandpiper, you know, like he finds out that like, you know, he's making those commercials and no one wants to pay for the airtime or whatever. So he visits the old lady from sandpiper and come to find out that they're going to give her a huge cash settlement. But the lawyers from Hamlin and Hamlin and McGill are saying, you know, don't, don't take it. We're going to get a better, bigger settlement. And so, Jimmy like manipulates her friends into believing that she's this horrible person. They it rig like, this.
0: Manipulates her friends. Manipulates yeah. her. It rigs a bingo game for her.
1: Like uh, awfulness.
0: To the two, the two things that got me was whenever she's running in the the on she sees her friend oh, and she yeah. starts yelling out to them, and they just run past, and she's just like, the sadness on her face literally crushed me. I yeah. I knew it was coming, and it was still crushing. And then the bingo game, whenever he... Let's cheer for her, and no one does anything.
1: I think the worst part <sighs> about this is... Is when she takes the settlement. He comes back. And... Her friends still haven't... Forgiven. Yeah, they're still you know that's that's rough and then jimmy has to manipulate a situation and he has to do what's right he has to say it right yeah and he does he ruins his whole career that he built in elder law for it by leaving his microphone on and hearing i hate all old people they should die already and stuff like
0: that let's let's say one thing real quick yeah he didn't hurt his whole career because i would call bullcrap on that Mm mm-hmm because of how they set up in the last season, the season before about him getting more people to like call in to Hamley and Hamlet, right? The people at the old folks home, love of him, but they don't connect to each other. They don't connect outside of the, that singular home. So he ruined his career there, nowhere else. He could still well, go to other places and be fine. They're not going cross talk. There's going to be no cross-talking.
1: I'm going to fight on this. We gonna have a fight now. Okay, okay, so what you would also hear is you also see who else is in that room. It's just not the old folks. It's also you have the girl that he says that to, which is the girl from, uh, is it HHM? HHM yeah, which HHM. he got
0: her to do that to.
1: Yeah, and, uh... And I think, uh, and also too, is you have all these other nurses and STNAs that were there. Mm-hmm. You know, and how that works is it, you know, if you've ever heard gossip like that, it spreads like wildfire. And then people that usually work in, you know, in nursing homes have friends that work in nursing homes. <laughs> so they probably are like, hey, you know, do you know a good elder lawyer? And they're like, oh, I'm thinking about going to James McGill. And they'd be like, did you hear about what happened with him and the old and Sam so I think the rumor mill is going to ruin his, his career in that.
0: I, I think I think that's where they would go with in the show. I don't think that's how that would happen in real life. Yeah. Because even like the whole rumor mill or whatnot, it's going to be the old po- folks talking about. It's not going to be the staff, and they're not going to talk to other old folks home. Because he was only collecting oh. the Sandpiper people. There's other old yeah. folks home he can go to and do everything
1: Oh yeah, but old people talk to other old people too so like you could they could have a friend that's in another nursing home somewhere else and they call them on a daily basis
0: you you say you that know? Austin but then I say look at the Carfax he was friends with that whole site and yet they weren't they weren't getting him. him any new clients for the sandpiper thing but yet he was friends with them all he had to yeah. literally go to other states and other sandpiper facilities to get them to sign up there's no connection there they they don't have the connection name the only I way think... the connection could work is if in the class action lawsuit they had all the residents come together and then then there could be crosstalk about jimmy but that's not no. how class actions work
1: i i think what you're gonna <laughs> have is you underestimate the rumor mill i'm just saying or like the 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 newsreel with old people or anyone that works in a place where you have co-workers
0: like it was around town Austin, i have i have i work in a place with co-workers right (laughs) and i'll tell you now a lot of us talk and interact with people in like dallas and california guess what we don't talk about rumors because we're not all that close with the people who work on other facilities we don't freaking care about them it's like they're doing their own work we're doing our own work we connect in certain ways we're not going to gossip about them we're going to gossip towards the people who's like near us in our apartment that's well, I, that's all I'm saying Austin I don't, I don't agree with you um, but, I, but I, for I, story ride, story li- storyline writing wise yeah that that's that's the explanation they'll say why Jimmy's no longer in uh elderly care which yeah. is fine that's fine storyline yeah. ryan yes he killed his career to do what's right for the other fine they they set up a different precedent with old people saying that they don't connect or they have no connections whatsoever yeah that's true But that's fine we can move past that and, and we yeah we go agree to disagree away. but
1: uh kim wexler mm-hmm. has too much on her plate
0: i okay so know. do you i i was thinking about this She seems like someone who, like she, she's obviously a yes woman. Like she constantly says yes to to everything. Like I can do this. I can do that. I can do this. I can do that. I feel like she has like a stress. She, she has like a stress issue where she covers her stress by essentially making more stress for herself. Yeah. to the point where she wrecks her car, which they, yeah. there was foretelling multiple times. And th- that's one thing I'll, I'll give this show is they do a lot of, um, what's the term foreshadowing of events. Whenever she starts dozing off and then she like instantly, like she just closes her eye and instantly she's asleep and then her alarm goes off. We see that once she's quick to sleep which is not a good thing to to be going quick to sleep is not fantastic especially when you're in uncomfortable places such as a car Um, and then the other thing we see is that she's kind of negligent (laughs) when it comes to a car when she gets stuck and she tries pushing it for some okay for some dumb reason uh she puts the wood wood in the car and then pushes the car like if you put wood under the tires you can just drive out now it's not like it's mud it's not pushing the, the uh the wood into the dirt the dirt's solid it's it's a dry day you're able to get out why are you pushing it out i just She's a city folk in the country life. I don't know, man. Grew up in Ohio. We understand, like, there's certain things that it's like, oh, if it's snowing, you're going to need some salt sawdust to to get you out. If it's a dry day and you're, like, digging a hole, it's because it's unstable ground. You need to put something in there that can get traction onto it that doesn't move. Like, she puts the wood in there. She didn't need to push it out. She could just drove out then. It just i don't know man i sometimes plot relevances get me and it's like <laughs> that's not how it would be i don't know no. i don't know who, who thought that was a good idea
1: yeah and i think that we're you know like she i think she tries a little bit too hard on herself yeah, and she tries to does. push for perfection because the whole scene where she's trying to find out what repair people were coming to howard's out i mean to chuck's house Uh, you know she called like almost everyone in the phone book
0: she's obsessive Um,
1: and that's the thing like maybe that's going to be her downfall uh in like later seasons is uh you know or in the seasons and you know the downfall of just her perfection can ruin things you know and or over over extending her stress like she's stressed we've seen this and her falling asleep behind the wheel i was just waiting actually for that uh uh, you know, I've been watching a lot of TikToks and there's Moon Knight TikToks where it's like, you know, um, when you think you're going to do an arm day at the gym and then it does like every time I wake up and then it just like, Shh. and it does that thing where it, like he wakes up and the dude's lo- doing legs. He's mm-hmm. like, but then you get fast forward to legs day. I was, uh, I, when they did like that and then she hit that thing, I was just like, is this going to be, and it clicked in my head like that TikTok. I don't know mm-hmm. why. Sorry. Random weird weird things i think about
0: you should make that TikTok, man you should take the scene and uh, cut and trim it and then add that song to it
1: yeah but no um so you know there's this season has a lot to take in um and and i also want to discuss about gus fring's talk his little speech he gives
0: oh to Um, his employees
1: (laughs) i like how he makes it about america It was the greatest thing ever. He's just like, you know, I'm sorry that, you know, these people came into the, this restaurant and they intimidated you guys and I'll pay for like any type of like therapy you need to go through, like traumatization, you know, being traumatized. And I'm going to pay you 24 hours of overtime. He's like, Mr. Frank, like, who were these people? He's like, these people like, you know, threatened me when I was like in Chile or something like that, uh, some country. And that's why I opened up my first restaurant. And they wanted money, and I gave them money. And they came back into America to do that. He's like, but then I realized this is America, damn it! <laughs> like, I lost it. I was like, he's pulling the old America trick on people. I don't even he's think it's like, a I
0: don't even think it's like a America thing. It's more of like uh like. Okay, no, no, you, a real boss. you. I don't think so. <laughs> you, you, it is a form of America. Like the whole idea is like we don't have to bow down to. Uh, intimidation here in the US, but it's also like this whole mindset that is just like we put our hearts together, we will beat them, right? And cannot I'll be honest, the this that 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 um thing is uh is like a good speech until he says, Then I said no, and they ran back to the border with their tails between their. I'm like, <laughs> as a person, if I heard my manager say that my first initial instinct would be like why would they do why would you do well, you just said we're no we're and we're they're we're like oh we're scared like they they straight up locked down the place they would have beaten the crap out of you for it
1: yeah and there there is one significant scene that i'm just saying for people that are watching mm-hmm. um and, and for you actually there is one significant scene that you're gonna have to remember from the season because it is a huge scene and it gets brought up again in like the later seasons, and that is the whole um, switching of the pills. Mm-hmm. Like uh, it gets brought up again and stuff. So oh, you know, watch very, we, watch very carefully we, of like some of the things that happened.
0: Even 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 though I saw next season, it's heavily implied that this is the thing that caused Hector to become how he is. Um. I said it's heavily implied.
1: Uh, yeah, it's it's yeah. Because because kind of, kind
0: of. this is this is the thing, this is the season of irreplicable damage. That that's how I view it, you know, and it's a one to one ratio. You have the Hector's, um, Hector getting essentially attempted assassination. Though I don't think it's assassination because he's not political. Attempted murder of him. Um, which i i think is obvious that gus saves his life which is that's poetic i like that gus who jumps down to save him because yeah. you know gus wants him dead but he wants him to suffer he wants him to to cry and hate his life and the fact that he's willing to to perform cpr in her just to keep him alive to make him die slower love that like i I love that concept jimmy loses chuck both like as a brother type deal thing like there's irreparable damage jimmy will never see chuck the same way chuck will never see jimmy the same way they lost that um i was thinking about ermantrout ermantrout's been pretty good this season honestly i feel like mike always makes it out on top because he's not dumb He's not stupid. He does what he needs to do. So. Uh, th- that's my thought process. On this season. It's like it's the season of loss. Each character has lost someone. Somewhere. Or some connection. That's going to alter them. greatly. And I guess. I, I guess even like for Nacho. You could say his innocence. Because I don't think he's ever. I- I'm sure he probably killed someone. Who deserved it. But he also lost his connection with his father because his father kind of disowned him and he also uh has walked down the path that he can't return from with poisoning of hector um but dang man great season i i love this season a lot uh this was the this this was the reason why i actually watched fire call saw was because i saw a legal eagle video about the court scene and as i started watching i'm like you know what i'm just going to watch barrack Salt. and so i paused the video watch barrack Salt. the second this was done i I finished the season i watched that that video and it was very fun and entertaining to watch it's cool i I, I, uh, always recommend legal eagle to people who uh are into some form of like law and how law is represented in tv shows
1: yeah he's he's really good he i've watched him for a long time because he does a lot of always sunny in philadelphia
0: yeah he does
1: and he did he uh, uh mcclure well not troy mcclure uh lionel hutz the lawyer from the simpsons oh no <laughs> he I did the that. whole yeah he did a whole episode with uh the hell episode the war oh, yeah. where homer sells his soul for a donut <laughs> he's like in the in Webster's dictionary a uh, a binding con or a contracts mean to be binded by the law and can't be broken. And like, then he pauses and he's like, "Yeah, he's correct, but he's supposed to be defending Homer, not telling the plaintiff exactly <laughs> that a contract is what it's supposed to be." And that's when uh, Lionel Hutz like exits after that because he has to go to the bathroom because he realized he lost the case.
0: Yeah, he's um, just trying to run. That
1: yeah, and he also did uh, Daredevil. He did like the the Frank Castle. Yeah. Um, court case too but yeah legal is pretty cool um which I, yeah, I, so, I agree
0: i agree with him on the daredevil one because that's still made yeah. mad like why the heck are these protesters in here why do they allow this what's going
1: on castle out of the, the court yeah uh, room <laughs> because he should know that information that uh, that his trial is being uh you know <sighs> mistrial mistrial for and that and reason yeah. yeah but no um you know i uh I think this is a good season. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm excited because you know the next season is the last season that you have watched. Yeah. So then season five and season and then part one of season six, we'll cover those. And then uh, I think they confirmed the end of July is the new Better Call Saul. The rest. Oh
0: dang! Oh, I guess they're starting it at the end. Yeah. That's interesting. I thought they would probably do it around August or something.
1: Uh no, they said it was like July. Uh, Someone put it up in, like, a. am part of a Better Call Saul, like, Facebook group, and someone posted, like, they're like, hey, you know, like, they're saying, like, we have, you know, is this week, like, the part one season, mid-season finale, and then everyone's like, no, and then someone's like, hey, this is what they have posted on AMC, that we have two more episodes, so I was like, oh, okay, and then it showed, oh, this is part two when it comes back, so... Yeah, it's okay. supposed to be the end of July. That's what I saw on that post. So I'm excited. I'm really excited because this season coming up is really fun. Um, I enjoy season four too. I think from here on out, it gets really good. You know, we get the characters that we want. We have Gus Fring, which I know you're a huge fan of Gus.
0: I like 92. Gus.
1: Gus Fring is awesome. Uh, Even you know, when he's Kim-
0: evil, I'm still on his side, which is why I'm <laughs> like, crap, man. Like, is there something wrong and, with me,
1: man? And Mike is always good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and um, this is the season coming up that I fell in love with Nacho uh, mm. and uh, Kim Wexler. So, you know, I think what I like about Breaking Bad is almost all the characters. There's not one character where I'm like, I really hate that guy. Like, I just hate the actor, or like the acting It's more of like, I hate these people because they're so good, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, like you're like, these people are evil, but you know, cause like no one's innocent in this whole show. There's no person that's innocent in this whole show, you know, and that's, that's human. Like you're not going to have people that are going to be like, oh, I'm perfect and I, I'm so good. I'm, I'm, I'm never going to lie about lawyering, like, you know, stuff like that. So I liked season three and i enjoyed it and i'm glad that you did too and i can't wait to watch season four so are yep. you watching it this week
0: yep we're watching i believe we're watching i think we have anything it's may right yes may 15th yeah it's a blood moon tonight austin make sure you watch it at 10 30 p.m blood moon yeah nope better call saw better call saw and then yep we're doing all the way up to season six and then we can stop do a quick little side tangent after we finish season six to do yeah. uh Stranger Things yeah. that will That's be coming out by that, that point. Yeah. Yeah. all right Austin mm-hmm. I think that basically wraps it up for today's show of Bear Call Saul season three bros and shows um mm-hmm. as always Austin thank you so much for joining me all right yeah to talk and discuss this fantastic show um, I don't know, Austin, is there anything you want to mention or point out or say to anyone, like, hey, check this out?
1: Nope. I get a plug uh, is
0: what people call it. Uh,
1: a plug? No, we haven't done a plug for a long time. So, nope, I uh, have, I don't have anything else. I'm just glad for the people that do listen to our podcast, uh, mm. Viva Audio form and on Twitch every Sunday. Uh, it's been on and off lately because of like, you know, it is the summertime and there's a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> yeah. You know, people...
0: You you got you're coming out next week, yeah. To uh, see your friend who just recently had a baby, so congratulations to them. Yeah. Yep. Um, Are you going to be back in Ohio Sunday, or are we going to need to? We're
1: going. I'm actually was going to talk to you about this, but I'm thinking that I'm going to stay at one o'clock and just be at your house, and we can do the podcast Viva at your place. Okay.
0: Okay. If you'd like to, okay. Yeah. I'm, so I'm, cool. I'm cool with that, right after that. <laughs> <laughs> Drive home as quick as you can Okay yeah. Yeah. That sounds good to me We'll have ourselves a little uh, Old fashioned showdown yeah. At the house Alright yeah. Austin, Perfect. thank you so much right. Thank you again everyone who stopped by To watch us and uh, to listen to us um, Until next time When we watch Bear Souls Season 4 Thank you so much For tuning in